Hello. Hello. I'm waiting for your pun. This is because hello was last one. episode. Huh? Because hello was last episode. So where's the pun? This is season one, episode 15. The power of Madonna. What do you mean you haven't voted yet? It's voting day. Go out and vote. If they're listening <laughs> to this, the release day, of course what (laughs) okay do you like lose brain matter when i'm saying these puns because i feel like they're pretty obvious and you're just not getting them explain that one honey use your thinking skills what does madonna end with it ends with an uh sound so Uh when i'm saying uh why haven't you voted yet how does that not make sense to you because when I do my puns, it's like a pun on like a word in the title, not a, the last vowel well, in the puns title. are a diverse thing. Do you okay? Do you have a pun for Madonna, a word that's literally like not an actual English word or someone's name? Do you have a pun for that? Hmm. hmm, hmm? Let's think. Yeah, I don't think you do. You're being a bit of a prima donna as we begin this new episode. That does not. How count. about that? That does not. Yes, count. it does. It has Madonna. In no, it because because in the past I have tried doing the same thing where I use like a word in the episode, and you said no, you have to use the whole episode, or it doesn't count. So you need to follow your own rules. Actually, break them. You I don't you need to follow. you stay not following your own rules because all the time you say shit like that doesn't count as a performance. So you can't pick it as a worst performance or whatever and then you turn around you do the same thing so hey i am a fellow host co-host of this podcast so i'm allowed to change my mind okay i'm doing another i'm doing another poll the poll is going to be is nick on his shit or not he never actually reposted the poll i just realized that yeah because yeah i'm gonna say i'm gonna call some other people out too all y'all hoes listening i posted that poll and no one voted on it I voted because on it. Because you posted and... it the day the episode drops. Okay. No one had time to listen yeah, see, to it. That shows people that they're fake because they're not you listening. You posted day it one. like two minutes I tell you, the episode no. went out. I, I tell you guys, my <laughs> podcast, like my, my rotation of podcasts, nine times out of 10, I listen drop day. Now, granted, I work from home and like there's nothing usually keeping me from listening drop day. And I listen to podcasts like when I shower and stuff. But why don't we have more fans listening on drop day? That's my question. That's the real issue here. <laughs> Just kidding. The real issue is you not getting my puns because I think that was purpose perf- <laughs> perfectly serviceable pun. And you don't seem to think it was. And it it, it, it kind of makes it seem like you're anti-democracy because you didn't agree with my voting message. All right. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and get started because that was quite the intro. <laughs> okay. See, so he doesn't. He he is anti-democracy because he's not reinforcing the fact that you guys should go vote if you're listening to this on drop day. Are you done? Are you off your soapbox? You're still not taking the opportunity to encourage people to vote. That yes, sad. go vote. It's very important. Make, exercise your right. No, you guys like literally democracy is at risk. So please vote if you're listening to this on Tuesday, November 8th. In many states, you can register day of 
including Maryland and DC, which isn't a state, but whatever. Please, please do it. Anyway, let's get into this episode. <laughs> yes. You're, you're so doing plot begin, today? Yeah. I was I'm 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 going right now. Okay. We begin the episode with Coach Sue, Sue Sylvester, Miss Sue, Miss Sylvester, many names. She we learn that she is a huge, huge Madonna fan. And she's having the Cheerios kind of, you know, embody Madonna and her spirit because she wants them to be better at their routines because they're trying to get to nationals or whatever. And Madonna will, will inspire them to get there. And I said, I was like, they wanted a themed episode so badly. This seems so random that Sue just randomly, literally at the top of the episode, she was like, I love Madonna. She's such an inspiration. I love her. You're going to be blasting Madonna in the halls. It's like it kind of came out of nowhere and they had to pick some character. Mm-hmm. that love madonna so the entry point into this theme i did think it was funny though that apparently her other idols are angelina jolie and Catherine the great <laughs> very strange yeah three very very different women but hey i'm here for a theme so yes we we see that she blackmailed figgins in order to get him to play madonna music over the the school's pa system in between classes i think it was and that reminded me of when i told you when i went to middle school what did they play they played Lovely Day by Bill Withers during the, the break in between classes in the hallways. My friends would stand in the hallway and just start dancing. To every day? To walk in. Every day in between every single period, it was Why? the same song on Why that song? I don't know. What I does think, it mean? Are they trying to encourage you to have a lovely day? Maybe the timing like worked well with like how long the break was. I don't really remember. But yeah, it got old very quickly. How so long was your break? To, uh maybe a little over three minutes i don't quite remember i was gonna say anyway four minutes they should have played four minutes by madonna oh my god oh yeah at least these mckinley kids got some variety with their music thanks to sue i did like how like the show held itself to that like legitimately Mm -hmm. every scene that took place in a hallway there was a madonna song playing in the background so i thought that was funny yeah yeah i appreciated that too and and then we're in the glee room (laughs) Wait, you where... forgot to say that Becky's back. Becky yes, Jackson. Becky's back. It Becky wasn't Jackson a huge was back. plot line, but yes, Becky's back. Although hey, she's no longer Becky Jackson. She's just Becky. Remember? Just Becky. Hey, yes. I'll take it because I was just bemoaning an episode or two ago that she's been <laughs> absent and now she's back. So that made me happy. Yes. And yeah, the, all the Glee girls, the Glurls? Mm, sure. The Glurls and the Glies? Yeah. The Glurlies? <laughs> No, <laughs> the Glurleys are in the Glee room, and they're just complaining about like their relationships and their boy problems. We learn that Artie low key like told Tina she needs to change everything about her if she like wants to date him, okay. which is so not okay. What? There's some there's some lines of dialogue we need to we need to point out. You're going so fast. Um, Rachel, when she first walked into the Glee room, she said, "Can I ask you guys something private?" And Santana said, "Yes, you should move to Israel." Which was very funny. I did funny. not hear that. We watched this episode together. You didn't hear that? I laughed. I must have been taking notes. Okay. Well, that's funny. And then and Mercedes also said something to the effect of like, hey, don't ask me for advice. The last guy I liked was the mayor of Gay Town. Of course, referring yes, to I Kurt. That. that was funny. <laughs> but yes, Archie. Wait. That was funny. Wait. In my, Archie. In my notes. 
Riverdale wrote, crossover? <laughs> in my notes, I wrote Archie instead of Artie. Was I drunk? I was drinking. I mean, but... we're drinking a strong drink, so. <laughs> okay. I mean, Artie. But yeah, he was being so bossy to Tina and basically saying that she needed to like change how she expresses herself in order for him to date her. And I was kind of like, low-key Artie? Uh, oh my God. I was going to say, what leg do you have to stand on? But metaphorically, what leg do you have to stand on? Because like, you wear a sweater vest almost every other day. Your haircut is not working for you. Like, come on. He's often appropriating black culture with like the things he says and the way he acts. So true. Remember when, oh my so gosh, true. you guys, we were randomly listening to a, a, a Glee playlist in the car the other day and no scrubs came on. And Artie was like the main <laughs> vocals on that song. Make it make sense. It's not needed. Yes. So anyway, he had no and- right to do that. No right to do that. The the girls were rightfully upset and like just wanted to like get advice from each other. And I don't I guess Will's like grading stuff in the in the room and he looks over and he approached well yeah, being nosy. He approaches them and asks about their boy troubles. And I just didn't like hearing him say boy troubles. He was like trying to like one of the girls and like get more information. And it's just like this is not your place, Mr. Shu. Yeah. And this episode was very concerned with like gender politics or at least it thought it was but it was very rudimentary and she mm-hmm. was like on his fucking high horse the whole episode especially with the guys we'll get to it in a second but the guys are being annoying as fuck this episode and being so sensitive yeah and so basically she kept saying like we need to learn how to treat ladies with more respect and i think the women around here need more respect and i'm such a feminist but he didn't actually say that but um yeah Acting, he, he, he loves he he's never seen a high horse he didn't want to be on of course. <laughs> so it's pretty accurate and yeah he acknowledges that he's not the best person to talk to so he sent, says the girls will talk to emma and it's like of course we this is another disappointing discussion later but what the hell does emma know about, emma know about like <laughs> the right things to do in a relationship to like get the guy you know she hasn't done a single thing right up at, up to this episode i don't think so so basically there's any authority on the matter but we need to do Alas. a pamphlet pause. That's what I'm going to call yes. it. Every time we see a funny pamphlet in Emma's office, I'm going to call it a pamphlet pause. The uh, trivia, they have every single title. They wrote Someone wrote it out. Oh, they the do? Because I only caught one. The yes. one that was right out there in the open that was so funny. Help, I'm in that? love with my stepdad. Yeah. What were the other ones? Congratulations, you're pregnant. My my mom's bipolar and she won't stop yelling. Oh my god! I still breastfeed. Dot dot dot. But how old is too old? <laughs> Why is that in a high school guidance counselor's office? Radon, the silent killer. What the fuck? And there there are a few others, but the rest of the titles are cut off. But they begin with loose, and then <laughs> toxic shock. <laughs> another one yuck my privates <laughs> and then lastly why is there blood <laughs> damn there were a lot of pamphlets in that frame that i did not pick it up it was on. a pretty packed pamphlet holder yes but <laughs> lots going on in the guidance counselor's office <laughs> anyway <laughs> love the pamphlet pause we should coin that and will he's he hears music and stumbles over to the gym and sees a very robust for lack of a better word (laughs) cheerios performance they're dancing to madonna's ray of light and there are people on stilts 
very high stilts. Yeah, that was doing all sorts of moves in the back. And he is then struck with inspiration and was like, ooh, Madonna, she's a powerful woman. These these girls like needed someone to look to. Let's, you know, kind of co-opt this for Glee Club too. Pretty much, yeah. Also to be noted, that was another cheerleaders performance packed full of 30-year-olds. Very obvious 30-year-olds. <laughs> yes. Yeah, at one point you're like, that woman is 31. And I, I have to agree. Yep. They were they were they were up there in age, but they were doing it. So power to them. And yes, yeah, so here's Will's mission, as you pre- alluded to earlier, is you know, female empowerment and being an ally to to feminism. And ally in quotes, I must say. And he pitches this idea to the Glee Club, and the disgusting guys in the group are like, <laughs> Ew, Madonna? What? No, why? They're all just like aghast. I know. Thought. It comes out of nowhere. It's like, y'all have sung female artists before. Why is it specifically it really with Madonna? Does. It felt kind of out of character, to be honest. I know a lot of these guys are toxic and stupid, but it was very strange that Finn in particular was just like, mm-hmm. I'm not singing that. I'm uncomfortable, blah, blah, blah. Although I did think it was funny that, uh, like, because I think Shu said to everyone, when you hear Madonna, what do you think of? And immediately Puck was like, Hall of Fame MILF. <laughs> <laughs> Puck is, is nothing but if, if I'm brand, I suppose. Yeah. And at one point, she mentions uh, like Madonna, you know, trying to like combat misogyny. And then we get this great line from Brittany. She goes, when I pulled my hamstring, I went to a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> we love Brittany and her and her, her, her blonde moments. And uh, so then, is this where Express Yourself comes in? Yes. Hell yeah. So. Very abruptly, right? Like, we, we cut to... Rachel just, like, walks up to the front because she's like, you know what? I have something to say. And then she starts mm-hmm. singing. Uh, and then all of a sudden, they're on stage with outfits. It is a, a women's number. It is a women's number. And Finn is not having it. Like, Finn, it's he's so annoying in, during this performance. But he, like, is looking all around. He's acting like my dog, Sasha, honestly. Like, all looking the everywhere are... but at the performance. And it's, it's just like, all right, we get it. It's stupid, too, because it's like, again, be consistent. Because these guys are consistently depicted as, like, horny meatheads. And so I would think if I was a horny meathead in high school and there were, like, eight girls dancing up on stage in corsets with like midriffs yeah. exposed that i would be like but no they're they're like looking away like ah, oh, disgusting women and it's just yeah. stupid uh and it's a great performance it would be my favorite were enough for another one in this episode oh interesting but i feel like last episode you were saying maybe not favorite the one that you like were most looking forward to was express yourself I did. And I did enjoy it. Like, I love the choreo. I love the outfits, the homage to Madonna's music video with, like, the corsetry and the blazers and, like, the gelled hair. Uh, I don't know. I loved it. But for a reason I'll explain later on. It it did end up being a runner-up, but it's still great. Oh, okay. I'm intrigued. We'll, we'll revisit that. Excuse me while I, I mute myself beautiful we're back why'd you mute <laughs> you burped didn't you because i have decency all right anyway so after this performance i believe 
Well, so I should say earlier on, Rachel was saying like she's done with Jesse, like she like doesn't need him. This is like when the girls were, I guess, were, were talking in the glee room. And then Jesse like sneaks up on on uh Rachel in the library, was it? Like very creepily. Yes. And they arranged a and, time and place to smash. Yes. And th- this is the first of a few parallels this episode because additionally, Santana's like, okay, what I need to do to like get like be be that bitch, you know? And yeah. they're like, well, you need to like take someone's V card. And so she decides that she needs to take Finn's virginity. <laughs> we need to talk about this him. conversation. We need to talk yes, about the conversation before it. that with Brittany. Um, when she comes to this realization, she even says, I need to date a younger, inferior man. And when she said that, I wrote in my notes, I was like, I'm just so happy that we finally like arrived to Santana. Like she actually has presence in the episode episodes. And I feel like she's here. Like she's finally here. And Brittany's also finally here because she says all these dumb, hilarious things, although potentially troubling in the same conversation. She claims that she's <laughs> dating a seven-year-old yeah <laughs> which is random and kind of uncalled for but uh yeah that was a funny conversation yeah i, I was a little little odd but again on brand for Brittany, and yes yeah, so a finn is talking to santana and she straight up says to him i'm planning on doing the nasty with you at oh nope sorry wrong person i didn't mm-hmm. write the name next to my notes sorry Sorry. Get it right. Let's backtrack. Let's backtrack. That did not happen there. That was someone more revolting. And Finn's a little unsure because he still has feelings for Rachel. And then Santana like kind of goes off on Rachel to Finn saying, I don't have any lines written down, but she was just saying how Rachel's like not interested, not worth it. Like he needs a girl like Santana and not someone like Rachel. And she tells him that Rachel's planning on sleeping with Jesse, even though I don't think at that point that had been widely known. But anyway, she got into Finn's head and he was like, okay, fine. Like, I'll I'll consider it. I'll do it. I don't know. There's lots of sexual politics this episode. Um, I did want to I did want to call out. I don't remember when exactly this happened in all this mess. As you said, parallel city up in here. <laughs> um, but Sue entered Emma's office and Emma wanted to know why the Madonna music was not playing in her office. Oh, yes. And Sue said, well, it's simple, Arlene. You don't deserve the power of Madonna. So she had her intercom turned off. That was funny. That was funny. And again, I love when she calls her any name besides Emma. It's just, it mm-hmm. cracks me up. It's a good running joke. It is. So this, I don't believe this plot line is very thorough because Are you on it's Wikipedia? missing... Yeah, it's missing the whole mm. part where Will is talking to Emma in her office and that line is uttered that I just mistakenly attributed to Santana, right? We're getting off track. Let's just get down to brass tacks. The next performance is borderline between Rachel and Finn. It's fine. She's basically trying to show him, oh, Madonna is cool. And he's like, it was a mashup, drums. remember? And it, it was borderline and something else. Oh, it see. was? Open your heart. Yeah. Oh, you're right. It was so boring. I didn't even realize that. Uh. <laughs> More like bore, Darline. Yeah. There you go. Um, and then I think basically after that, we have that 
basically kind of indistinguishable scene between Sue and Will in the hallway where they're just insulting each other. However, Mm -hmm. the nasty part of this is Will decides to like bite back at Sue and like insult her back and he makes fun (laughs) of her hair. And then you guys, it's kind of, it's hard to describe without watching it, but he's so taken and he thought he ate so hard with his insult (laughs) that he like, he yells, oh, snap. And he literally like snaps, <laughs> kicks a leg up, and like, like, wrinkles his brow and makes like a face. Like he, he hated it. He really. Th- I know we overuse this phrase, but he really thought he ate with that, he and did. it was so he- uncomfortable to watch. We both would just yelled "ew," <laughs> literally "ew," all caps. In my notes, mega ick. Yeah, he was just way too cocky and it, like you really like that was not a great clap back it was not as good as you thought it was so let's let's simmer down a bit will yeah so and yes, then I, i'm glad you brought that up i think the scene directly after that is when sue is lamenting that insult and how it actually bothered her uh because she always bleached her hair so much with ammonia and something else that you shouldn't be using on your hair when she was younger mm-hmm. uh that she had to permanently cut her hair and she's saying this to Mercedes and Kurt and they're the ones that are like, Oh, we're, we want to do a multimedia project. They said this when Shu assigned Madonna to Glee kids for the week. Mm-hmm. And they said, we want to do a multimedia project. And so they see this as an opportunity to work Sue into their multimedia project. And Kurt has the iconic line. He says, Mercedes is black. I'm gay. We make culture. <laughs> which is very true it's true <laughs> points were made yes, yes and then so. i think after that is when emma approaches will mm-hmm. and just yeah why don't you talk about that? yeah emma is like again inspired by the power of madonna even though she's not allowed to have it according to sue uh- and she's just suddenly like very bold and it's a little out of character for her but hey madonna does what madonna does to people <laughs> and she's telling will that she says i'm planning on doing the nasty with you at your place and i almost threw up a bit in my mouth when i heard that line and it's you it's notable that she said this in a sea of kids in the middle of the hallway yes and she also <laughs> said foreplay shall begin at 7 30 sharp again <laughs> in the middle of a crowded hallway with children these are teachers so inappropriate <laughs> um and will is just like yeah got it cool great and then also very icky when emma like walks away from him he he does a little like fist bump but he's trying to like contain it but he still does it and i actually had to rewind that for you remember because you're i was like mm-hmm. did you see that <laughs> disgusting yeah disgusting some feminist he is he's like yeah Ooh. i'm gonna get laid tonight call him out pop that cherry Ugh. disgusting oh. Well, it didn't, didn't end up happening. Well, well, we'll get there. Yeah. Oh, so. Whoa, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I think it's the next. It's the next thing. But no, the next um, thing well, is the next musical number. I really hate this Wikipedia thing because it's so out of order. No, I'm telling we you, we find we, a succinct <laughs> plot summary somewhere. <laughs> we've talked about this before. Fandom, the or whatever the hell it's called, is way too long and detailed. Wikipedia, it's helpful. If it's formatted in a chronological way, which sometimes it is, but sometimes I'm guessing mm-hmm. it's doing what it's doing for you today, which it's out of order and it's following like the different plot lines as opposed to yeah. chronologically. 
so I think you're right. If there, if anyone knows some third party like <laughs> recap site that could help us out, be much appreciated. Yes. But anyway, let's talk about Vogue. Let's talk about it. It is, as you said, Kurt and Mercedes' multimedia project that they've recruited C- Coach Sylvester to do. But Artie and... is directing for some reason. Yeah, he's just like is know. randomly there. They never brought him up before, but he's directing this shoot. Yes. And it slowly transitions to black and white. And Sue Sylvester is living her best fucking life during this performance. And I love that for her. (laughs) Yeah, I got a couple of things to say. Spoiler alert. This is my best performance of the episode. And I came to this realization over express yourself because I love that homage was paid to the original video, which is iconic. Mm -hmm. Like it's one of the most iconic music videos ever made. It also highlights queer culture, which especially at the time was like a big deal. Now, of course, Madonna's like pretty much always been an ally, but I love that that choice was made because they could have easily done like kind of like what Express Yourself did where they pay homage through like maybe the outfits, but otherwise mm-hmm. it's just kind of just like a, a regular number, but they didn't do that. They decided to capitalize on the iconography, which I thought was a great choice. And it was really well done. Like it actually look like it was shot on film maybe too like black and white film mm-hmm. i don't know it looked really good and um i love how during the bridge the famous bridge at the end where madonna's saying like all the famous people's names mm-hmm. uh they worked in a line that sue says where she says will schuster i hate you that was funny yes <laughs> i think that's the first time where they've done like a a cover where like they changed some of the lyrics at least that i can oh, think of oh maybe you're right Maybe it's yeah, in the did, trivia section. That. It's not. I looked, but uh, <laughs> it should be. Should I add it? Maybe. But yes, it was it was great. I think I complained to you when you were watching last night, though. For Mercedes to be like co-creator of this concept, she was not really in this video. So I was a little little annoyed about that. But that's true. She see, was in it rather briefly. And Kurt I would call racism. Getting the angles. I would call racism, but there were quite a few black men in that video too. So so it's misogynoir then. Ah, you're so right. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it was it was great, and I like I said I loved it, and I echo everything you already said. So although it wasn't my, we'll get there, we'll get there. Uh, what? Uh, well, is it in the Ronald McDonald's? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> interesting. Well, yes. so this is when we move right into but, another number, right? Yes, right into another number, and it was like a virgin. And we've got these three, I don't want to call them couples, three pairs of people kind of, well, what we think they're all about to go do the deed. We see Finn with Santana in like some CD motel. We see Rachel and Jesse at Rachel's bedroom. And then Emma and Will, was it at Will's place? Yes. Remember, she said yes. your place, foreplay, That's 730 right. sharp. Ew. <laughs> Yes, and they're all singing, and they keep cutting back and forth between the three pairs, and like you think it's like actually happening, but then we see they're all, it's like the women are all like in well the women and then Finn so Finn Rachel and Emma are like imagining this pretty much. Well, I mean the whole number is taking place like it's like a meta narrative number because they're not actually singing as they're like that word. engaging in foreplay with each other. Even even Santana and Finn, which they have, we find out they did actually have sex. But um, yeah, I don't know. 
it makes me kind of uncomfortable. I didn't really like it. It was just strangely done. I did like how each of the three ladies, they were all had like the same fabric, like this sort of magenta mm-hmm. satin and whatever they were wearing. That was a nice little through line parallel city over here. <laughs> but other than that, I just, I wrote in my notes. It just kind of made me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, me too. I did not enjoy it. And it was like, it's a contender for worst musical performance. I'll tell you that much. But yes, like you said, Emma and Rachel don't go through with it. Finn does, but has regrets. And he, I think he tells Rachel or he tells someone later on that like it didn't mean anything. I mean, like it meant nothing to him. So it didn't feel like as big as he thought it was going to be. He told that to Santana right after they were done. Oh, yes. She's before they ordered yeah. burgers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then we see Rachel's man, Jesse St. James, Mr. Jonathan Groff himself is has decided to transfer to mckinley wait very suspiciously what wait quick rewind there's a brief scene where emma comes into will's office the next day and is like oh i'm so sorry to go through with it i left my shoe my favorite shoes blah 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 which i don't believe someone in emma's state would run out of a house barefoot not uh, a mistake considering she's a germaphobe <laughs> but anyway um i just want to call out the scene because and we even said this when we were watching it in person you mean to tell me that mckinley is so hurting for money that the glee club is constantly being threatened with all these cuts and whatnot but Shu has a full-on mac as a computer <laughs> oh this is what you wanted to bring up <laughs> yes this is 2000 not or are we in 2010 now 2010 yeah this 2010 now and you're telling me that even back then in this school that's hurting for money all the money is going to the cheerios or whatever he has a mac which kind of insinuates that every teacher has a mac i call bull they should be having these blocky like five inch monitors or some shit if that's really the case i just wanted to call maybe that that's out. why they're struggling because all their budget went to technology for teachers and not to anything else maybe anyway <laughs> let's get back to the scene with jesse st james i love how you wanted to call that out <laughs> it was very important to me okay well yes jesse himself has decided to transfer to mckinley leaving vocal adrenaline it's very suspicious of will is so gullible he's like you know this is what we need. Jesse's going to be a great asset to the to the club, blah, blah, blah. Idiot. And Jesse's claims his motivation is so that he and Rachel can be together because right now, like well, before, he was a vocal adrenaline. She's New Directions. They're rivals. You know, it's, it's not great that they're dating. And we hear, I don't remember who else spoke, but I remember Mercedes was speaking about it because she called them out saying how they always just bring her in at the end to like, like sing some some high notes and riffs and like that's all that they need her for and i'm like you know girl you have a good point call them out and she proceeds to do that very thing in like two yes. more numbers in this episode <laughs> uh i also wanted to say that at the beginning of the scene when jesse first comes in Brittany promptly raises her hand and says mr shu is that your son <laughs> That was funny. But anyway, back to Mercedes. We need to talk about how she's finally in her Cheerios era because they start performing four minutes. And when I say they, I mean Mm -hmm. Mercedes and Kurt at like a pep Mm -hmm. rally. Is that what this is? A game maybe? It's an assembly, yeah. Yeah. uh, And I'm just very excited for this because I love Mercedes in the uniform and I associate Mm -hmm. it with multiple incredible numbers which are coming in episodes Ooh. to come uh but this one was good right 
Yeah, it was good. It was kind of unexpected, but I liked it. And like the, the reasoning that they said they are doing this is because they decided they're going to be in both groups. They said like they they never get solos, especially now that Jesse's going to be in the group. Didn't someone make a comment like Kurt? Not I don't know. Kurt was feeling like he's not going to get any solos. Though he had a weird part that we'll get to in, in like a rare. <sighs> Um, but yeah, they're like, you know what, whatever, we're going to do whatever we want. We'll be in both clubs and we're going to kick ass at both. So good for them. And then Will is with the boys in the glee room and he's back on his bullshit, back on his his (laughs) mission. (laughs) And he's trying to tell the boys need to treat the girls better and like be better men and this and that. And the way that he gets or wants to get them to do that is by singing making him sing what it feels like for a girl by Madonna. And I hated every second of it. This was a real like we damn boys type of moment. <laughs> I did think it was funny though, when Kurt, like he's talking and he says, he refers to himself as an honorary girl. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, this number was, it's not the greatest song in my opinion. Uh, mm. And it's not a great performance. And they're just standing around a piano. And it's yeah, very um, like this number to me felt a lot like I mean I love the Mamma Mia movies but like they often force a plot line around a song and I feel like that's what like no sorry let me back that up a lot of times Mamma Mia forces a song and like like picks a song like makes the plot line around it and I felt like that's what this was they're like they're like okay. Like this song is like it's too little too on the nose, but it'll fit for this plot line. So like we're gonna do it. And I didn't I didn't enjoy it. I love how you you stopped yourself to rephrase it, but you said the exact same thing basically. Wait, did I? Yes. Oh. <laughs> well, whatever. That's okay. You know what I meant. You really hammered the point home. But yes. Okay. <laughs> I see what you mean. <laughs> anyway, I think we're basically done except for the final performance, right? Yes. So, well, Finn's yeah, Finn's like, oh, I'm gonna like be a good good man. He's a changed man now. And oh, he's yeah. like, sure, Jess. I don't know, like Je- Finn needs to give his approval to let Jesse into the group, but he's like, yeah, Jesse, like I'm okay with you being in the group, and he's not gonna interfere with his Jesse's relationship with Rachel, which is a lie. Conflict exactly. is it's coming. Bullshit. Run, Joey, run is coming. Jesse's girl is Je- coming. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> So it was all a lie, but we end this this episode with a performance with the entire Glee Club singing Like a Prayer. And like you said, they love ending episodes on these big group numbers that are just like kind of throwaway. <laughs> like there's nothing really to it. They do. Um, it was funny because when we were watching it, so it starts on they're on the stage and there's like a fairly obvious curtain behind them that's cutting off most of the stage and i said how much you want to bet there's a gospel choir hidden behind that curtain and i swear to you guys i didn't really have maybe this is like in my subconscious i didn't have many any memories of this performance but i was right because all of a sudden the curtain (laughs) rises and there's a full-on gospel choir behind this curtain where did they come from i it was also funny when uh kurt uh, in the in the second verse, Kurt comes in and you just laughed because his voice was so high. That was so mean of you. I don't love Kurt's voice. If I haven't said that before, I'll say it now. I don't love his voice. But I will I will say it was nice, I guess, that both Kurt and Mercedes had solos in this number after they just complained that they weren't. They haven't yes. gotten many. So good for them. Golf class. Yes. <laughs> and the number ends and the episode ends as well. 
Yes. So I know I messed up the order last week, but we can revert to the normal order. No, we shouldn't because like. in my notes, I I started with MVP first to accommodate you. Okay. <laughs> so we're well, starting with MVP. <laughs> please do tell who your MVP is. Um, Mercedes, because I feel like she just contributed the most to this episode in terms of like talent and presence, and she had some funny lines. I think Santana's the close second because, like I said, she's like arrived, but it's going to mm-hmm. be Mercedes for me. What about I support you? that. Love Mercedes. I I picked her close second. I picked Santana. I thought she was Ooh. very funny. I loved how she was. Oh, what's that? You know the video of like your mom's a slut, your grandma's a slut. That <laughs> yeah. that girl, she's like taking the mic, like reclaiming my 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 story, something like that. <laughs> That's what Santana was doing in this episode, and I loved that for her, and how she made almost said will oops finn go and buy her burgers after they you've been good with that so. lately i have been, been. i've been like on my yeah. shit with that so proud but yes i gave it to santana and as for lvp i gave it to will i just hmm. it was just him yet again being on a mission being off in the girl's business and then kind of not like he was forcing the madonna thing on them but like kind of he went a little haywire, like his plans a little haywire, trying to like use Madonna, like get the guys, like treat the girls better. And I just hated that number that we just talked about. So I don't know. I thought he was being annoying. The way he said like, oh, snap, I thought he ate when he was all like trying to downplay his excitement when Emma said that they were going to sleep together that night. So he just, he just annoyed me as he always does. But that's why he gave me, L- I gave him LVP this episode. He was very nasty. I picked Finn though because he just seemed very out of character and I it really rubbed me the wrong way how uncomfortable he was with mm-hmm. just the concept of Madonna. It's like get the fuck over it. Yeah. If I'm wrong, I think I'm not wrong. I think I'm right, but I feel like he acts similarly when they have the Gaga assignment later this season. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like get get over it. I know this is 2010, yeah. but get over it fan you're supposed to be the leader you're supposed to be like the you're supposed to be like the captain america of glee club you know like the captain good america. man like like the unproblematic man but that's proving not to be the case uh yes he very much has problems and he needs to fix them so i picked finn yeah you, you points were made <laughs> Anyway, then let's get to it. I know you already mentioned it, but best musical performance for you is Vogue. Vogue, Vogue, Vogue. Yes. Any other notes to add? I know you you were saying your praises about it earlier, but (laughs) no, I'm good. What about you? Because I know you picked the same thing. I didn't remember. (gasps) What did you pick? I picked Express Yourself. I kind of forgot about it until you mentioned it last week. And I loved it. I loved how the girls went from like, complaining about these dumbass boys messing up their lives being like you know what screw this we're gonna have a little coordinated outfit and performance and they ate and i loved that for them and i loved they're like making the voice that they're like yeah watch us like be baddie baddies and y'all gonna stay there hating so i i thought it was a very empowering number for them that is true although as we discussed one issue i have is I don't know if this is in the trivia. I don't know if it's like a, uh, what do they call it? It starts with the C. A consta. 
continuity error? Continuity. I don't know if it's continuity error, but I did not see a baby bump on Quinn. Oh my God. And <laughs> she's wearing corsetry. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think you should be wearing corsets when you're pregnant. Ooh. I think that would smush the baby or something. So I'm going to take that as an oversight. But the number still loved slaps. Her. She was barely in this episode. I just realized that. She was. Huh. So it happens yes. when you have, didn't you just say? Last episode was the last time all the principal cast members would be together until like 33 episodes from now. That's true. Well, allegedly. Allegedly. But she didn't have any track. lines. That's true. Nice. And someone was missing this episode. Terry. So. Terry. True. Okay. Worst performance. Let's say it at the same time. Three, two, one. What it feels like for a girl. What it feels like for a girl. Oh, yes. we're out of sync there, but we tried. <laughs> we know there's a delay, but anyway. The perils of Zoom. <laughs> yes. I think. Yeah, I. Ooh. The perils of Zoom. I don't have anything else to add besides what I said earlier, but I just, I just, it was uncomfortable. <laughs> well, speaking of uncomfortable, I think we probably also have the same Will Schuster cringe hour moment. And that was three, two, one. Oh, oh snap. snap. Like, what is this? That's so Raven? No, oh. <laughs> it's not. It's not that's so Raven, and you're not Raven Simone. So I hate it. Certainly that. not. The worst moment of the episode by far. Oh, agreed. Anyway, that about does it. Uh, lead us into the trivia, my dear. Again, lots of trivia, lots of it trash. I will only call out the things oh. that I thought were interesting that I think you. Zach and everyone listening will think are interesting. The line you pointed out earlier where Jesse St. James walked into the glee room with Mr. Shoe and Brittany goes, Mr. Shoe, is that your son? Ad-libbed by Heather Morris herself. Wow. The talent Obviously. on this woman. <laughs> she can dance. She can well, sing. <laughs> question mark. There's a reason why they put her on the Brittany episode because Brittany doesn't really <laughs> sing either. Uh, but she can dance. She can dance. That's and she can yes. be funny. So there you go. Yes, exactly. Fun fact: Amber Riley's mother was one of the members of the choir during "Like a Prayer." Really? Don't know who it was, but yeah, she was in the in the choir. I wonder if it was the one because didn't Mercedes like hold hands with one at one point and started dancing with her? Oh, Maybe that was I her. Think so yeah, I, I choose to cute. think that was her because that'd be cute. Yes. This is the first episode where Santana and Sue sing. Wait, really? Yeah, not like, like as not in the ensemble. Like have like oh lines that they sing. Sue makes sense, but I guess I thought Santana might have. Huh. Again, take these trivia bits with a grain of salt. I don't know who's <laughs> writing these on this random page, but some of them could be inaccurate. And then this is the first episode where all the main characters present in the episode sing a song. So every main character, main cast member sang part of a song in the episode. Okay, I call bull on that because oh. is Quinn not considered a main cast member? She didn't have a single line. I mean, like, are they, that's what I'm saying. Are they considering like Quinn being on the express yourself track? Are they considering that? Yeah, as, you're right. Or are they saying like, if they have, like if a character has one sung line that counts towards the total. I think Confusing. like, according to how it's set up on the fandom, they list their performers. So what if it's like, like for four minutes, it was Kurt Hummel and Mercedes and like not the Cheerios. And then for what it feels mm -hmm. like for girls, New Directions boys. So I guess because Santana's name was on like a virgin and Sue's name was on Vogue, 
I guess that officially like I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. Again, it's, it's I don't I don't really buy all this trivia and I'm overthinking <laughs> it, but <laughs> And I really think that's it for the trivia. There's like, what, 12, 15 different pieces of trivia. Mm-hmm. Oh, one thing I thought was funny. Dijon Talton, the actor that plays Matt, stated that Like a Prayer was his favorite song from this episode. It's like, okay, but you don't speak. Like, you don't do anything <laughs> on this show. So happy for you. Love that was your favorite song, but you had nothing. I would not be surprised if he never actually ever sang on a track because <laughs> you wouldn't notice him. We do not know what Matt sounds like. You guys, do you realize that the fucking piano player has more lines in this series than Matt does? (laughs) Because the piano player finally speaks in like season four or something. And Matt never speaks this whole season. It's crazy. They really just slid him in there as like a warm body slash more diversity, I guess. Tokenism. Yep. Like the one black Cheerio I saw at the beginning of the episode, they're, they're yeah. there as a token. But yeah, I think that's all the trivia that was relevant. So we can wrap it up there. Okay, well, next week, you guys, we got home. And I feel like one, I'm excited because that's going to be easy to make a pun out of that Nick is going to agree with mm-hmm. and not get mad at me over. Yes. And <laughs> um, and understand. Uh, and then... All right. <laughs> Also, I'm pretty sure I talked about this with you in person, but I'm pretty sure my favorite joke in the whole series is next episode. And April Rhodes comes back and yes. we get more Mercedes as a Cheerio. It's going to be a good not time. Love. I think. Yeah, I think it's going to be. So All right. I have to say once again, again, if you're listening to this on drop day, I'm sorry if I shaded you guys who don't listen on drop day, but if you are and you have not voted, Go do so. The polls are open until 8 p.m. local time. I think that's true for every time zone in the U.S. (laughs) Uh, Please look up if you can register same day if you're not registered already. I'm not going to shame you if you're not, but if you aren't, look that up. And if you have voted already, let's all knock on some wood together and cross our fingers. (laughs) Y'all heard that? it's, It's here. It's it's nerve wracking. I'm not really looking forward to this week. Thank God Black Panther's at the end of it to give me something to look forward to. (laughs) But anyway, I think that's it for us. And we'll talk to you guys next week. See you next week. Bye.